Hey guys, sorry for the late start. We had no uh, internet connection for a while. That was an interesting surprise. <clears throat> but we're back and hopefully it'll stay on for a while. And uh, I thought, you know, if, if we only had a few minutes, what would I want to tell you? What would I want to share with you? And I think that the message would be, even though we're in a intense situation right now where most of the positions in the world, most of the power positions of the governments and um, corporations and <clears throat> nonprofits and international organizations like the UN and WHO and all the others, they, they've virtually all been infiltrated um, by evil. And most of the people in the world don't really clearly know it um, because we're so conditioned to what we're used to, things being what we call normal, but they really haven't been true normal for a long time. And where we're being led right now is into the opposite of normal and transhumanism and extermination, which, you know, are not places we want to go any further. So I guess the message, you know, if there was a short message, it would be, you know, don't fall for it. Don't believe the media. The media has become criminal now, the mainstream media. Look at independent media that's not part of the main power structure, um, especially these big organizations that are being demonized by the mainstream media. That You know, get, get your information from a reliable source and don't fall for the nonsense that's on the regular media. And don't lose heart because they really want you to feel helpless and uh, like we can't do anything to improve the situation, and that's absolutely not true, unless we believe it's true. So we're coming down to test time, and people like David Icke and Chris Skye and really inspiring leaders who would agree that they don't want you to fall into the matrix anymore, into the trap, are saying peaceful mass noncompliance. And I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. In fact, what I'm saying is if if we get even a little bit of our normal consciousness back, there's no way we can fall for the trap because it's so laughably obvious. You know, you wouldn't believe that wearing these uh, face diapers or breathing obstruction devices over your face would prevent disease. I mean... Nobody is not totally in a trance would ever believe that, except for maybe the highly educated health professionals who have been trained to just believe whatever the, whatever they're told from the agencies like CDC and FDA and WHO, and they just believe it. Uh, the ones at the top levels know it's nonsense. They, they're very conscious of what they're doing, but... Most of the levels below them, the public health officials and, and the people that work for them, uh, they actually believe they're saving the world. Uh, they sincerely do. I mean, I've talked to many of them. And they can't emotionally grasp the possibility that the officials who are having all these credentials and, you know, uh, recognized positions and places like the CDC would ever lie because they don't know history. They don't know what happened in the CDC meetings about uh, the MMR vaccine and autism, which is directly linked, especially in people with dark skin. And I think that's probably because the, the darker your skin is, the more vitamin D you need, the more sunlight. I think sunlight's better than vitamin D, but vitamin D is a good backup if you can't get enough sunlight, which most people can't, especially in the winter. But even in the summer, we're so busy now running around with too many clothes on to get the sunlight hitting our bodies. So vitamin D3 is important. And there was a great article that we posted a few weeks ago in lostartsradio.com. And it was about how fast uh, your body is designed to uptake vitamin D3 from the sunlight, if you ever do get out in it and just lie there in a uh, skimpy bathing suit or if you have a totally private place that maybe lets you lie out without clothes on, you're absorbing, according to that article, 
and I think it was Bill Sardi, but I'm not absolutely sure. It's probably him. That the body is absorbing about a thousand international units per minute if the sun is high and you're getting it on most of your body or at least the half of your body that's exposed. So that was amazing. And, you know, people talk about whether 10,000 international units is too much, excuse me, when they take it as part of a supplement. But according to this article, that's like 10 minutes of direct sun. So not just in your face, but on your body, of course. And so people with darker skin, uh, the melanin in the skin is is great, but it's it's designed to screen out sun where there's too much of it, like Central America, Southern India, parts of Africa, where the, where the sunlight is really intense. The darker pigment evolves to screen it out so that you don't overdo it. But if if we come from a place like that, wherever it is, the Indian uh, origins or African or Central American, Northern South America, Southern Mexico, and we come to an extreme Northern or Southern latitude, then we're not getting enough uh, sun exposure. Even aside from the civilization questions where you're working inside in a cubicle wearing all these clothes all the time. So the point was that... Um, CDC had meetings when the data was showing a connection between autism, which is a horrible sentence, not just for the victim, the kid who gets it, but also for the whole family, which is redirected to trying to somehow take care of the child for the rest of their life in in many cases. And the CDC found evidence that the MMR vaccine and maybe others, but at least MMR, as Wakefield had suggested, and the mainstream media is telling you to demonize Wakefield. Now, Dr. Wakefield, who I've spoken with, he's a great person, done a lot of good work, uh, documentaries, and the film called The Act, which you should order right away. It's about the, uh, the act that was passed in the United States that gave total immunity to the vaccine companies if their products injure or kill your family, or you, or both. Totally amazing that anybody would go along with that, but the corrupt Congress did. President Reagan at the time signed it. Uh, It was passed by both houses of Congress in the U.S. And it's at the argument, what, what I'm aware of, is that the vaccine companies came to Congress and said, um, Congress, we have this problem because everybody knows you need vaccines for everything. And vaccines save the world from polio and smallpox, even though we know that that's completely false. But they said everybody knows that. Which if you've been to medical school and just memorized a bunch of stuff that you think you actually learned, you think you know that even though it's false and you know a lot of other false information. Science, real science has been left behind a long time ago in favor of memorizing acceptable material. And if you're brave enough and you're in one of those programs, you'll stop and step back and think, you know, you can go through it and get the, de- get the license, the degree, but at least realize that you're absorbing a lot that is not true. And um, so the Wakefield noticed that there was a... a connection between an unhealthy balance of gut bacteria, especially in kids that had just gotten uh, vaccinated with MMR, and a disproportionate number of them developed autism, and he said, this should be looked at, that's why he was attacked, because you're not allowed to ever mention that, and at a certain point, yeah, it's dangerous to talk about it, but if you don't talk about it, you're complicit, so we have to do that, so... The point was that CDC lied about that and shredded the data so that they wouldn't get caught. CDC being, as many of the doctors who are honest about it have noted, has become a vaccine company. And it's being supported with taxpayer money. Totally disgraceful. And that's what's going on. One of the many such things that's going on in the U.S. right now. And in, in school, 
people are taught to just believe these authority figures and organizations with, without question. And that's a trance. That's mind programming. That's mind control. And you have to break out of it, which you can do if you somebody makes you aware of it and you say, wait a minute, I can see this happening in my own mind. It's playing recordings like in the Matrix and it's saying, it, it's like a constant mantra that says, believe this, this, and this, and this. Uh, people like Dr. Andrew Wakefield are evil. Uh, Dr. Suzanne Humphreys, who exposed with Tim O'Shea and others that uh, the vaccines never eradicated polio or smallpox and that they're the main cause of polio now in the world, especially in, in places like India where they're giving the polio shots and the kids are getting paralyzed and they're just calling it non-polio, acute flaccid myelitis, I think, something like that. Uh, but it's it's the same as the old polio, and it's being caused by the vaccine. So the depth of the deception is so deep. You know, if it was like a Star Wars analogy, <clears throat> we would definitely say that Imperial troops have entered the base. They They haven't just entered the base. They've infiltrated the whole base, and they've taken over the power positions. They've corrupted the elections so that they can have a mechanism to just put themselves in power. Uh, many have commented on that. It's certainly the case in the U.S. I think it's been going on for decades, not just in 2020, but long before that. And it's not just because of the machines. There's a good book that, if you're interested in subject of elections, is a good one to read. And it's called, um, what was it, Vote Scam USA by the Collier Brothers. I think you can still get it online, um, but it's from maybe the 70s or 80s, and it, it was anyway before the machines were controlling the voting at, or the vote counting, and it was showing that um, they were taking the paper ballots at that time, taking them under guard to secret basement locations where they the ballots were being altered before they were being uh, tabulated. And that was guarded by uh, people with machine guns that would not let any observers in. So this is not just a problem of machines. The power positions have been gradually infiltrated for a long time. Um, so there's a lot of horrors going on in the world because basically most of them are coming from that same power structure that's being controlled by a very small number of individuals and families at the very top and above them it's not human and you know I know that sounds completely insane but it's taken me decades to dig into that me you know I, I was in college back in the 1960s and um, trying to figure out what's been happening since that time or before and what it is is that um, they're the people that are really controlling what's going on in the world right now are um, not in human form. And you can decide that I'm crazy. I have to tell you. That's not because I heard about it somewhere. It's not because I read about it. I've encountered some of the lower level beings like that, which are just people to me, but they're not in human bodies. And they're giving the orders. And I think... If you take all the data, all the observations, and boil it down to the basics, it's a ceremonial sacrifice of all life in the biosphere. And I've said this for a while now. Um, I don't think it's just population reduction. I think um, it's population elimination. And not just us, not just all the humans, but the perpetrators as well. If you're working in the power structure normally, or knowingly, sorry, and um, you think that you're going to be in the elite remnant that's left, you're making a mistake. You might want to check with your bosses because, well, they're going to lie to you if you do that. Um, you're targeted for termination, as they said in the Terminator. 
and you're not scheduled to be around. You're helping with your own destruction. And it's not just the um, the humans. It's all life on the planet, and it's underway. It should be so obvious to us if we weren't totally in a sleep or in a trance. Even the the weaponized frequencies that are being used for so-called communication devices like the cell phones, the smartphones, and the smart meters, and all the wireless inf- uh, equipment that's being put in the new cars, um, wireless equipment in offices, maybe where you work, those are all completely destructive to life. In fact, Josh Del Sol made a great documentary called Take Back Your Power, and it was about smart meters, which are just one of many um, wireless technologies. It's where your electric meter reports the data back to the office so that they don't need to send a reader to take a look at it physically, which was a much better idea. And they start, stopped making the analog meters that were far better meters and they lasted a lot longer. And in that movie called Take Back Your Power, they showed even insects are damaged by uh, the radiation coming off of the smart meters. Uh, even bacteria, aphids on a plant near a smart meter were like in a strong wind. They were shaking back and forth, and it was obvious. And, and they showed trees that had been damaged. I mean, this is not a mistake. It's not because... Um, the scientists just made a miscalculation. This is intentional. You know, if, if you want a good news source, there are many that are not beholden to the power structure. The best one that I found in the last 20 years of watching and sweeping through them is uh, definitely InfoWars. And the power structure agrees with me. They think it's terrible. They've had meetings to demonize it in Congress. Uh, they think they're trying to arrest Alex Jones and uh, kill him and his family and all kinds of things like that are going on. They're a little bit unsure whether to, in my opinion, pull the trigger on assassination because he's so popular. He's reaching at least 60 million viewers and uh, viewers and listeners. And if they kill him, he's already announced that he may be assassinated. So if that happens, it's... I think the bad guys know that it would turn him into a martyr and they're really weighing which is better, kill him, don't kill him. And he deserves everybody's prayers and he's got a great crew of about 100 people. Um, they're doing a great job. It does not mean they don't make mistakes, but it means, and I've spoken with Alex and I've followed his work for 20 years and 21 years now, I guess. Um, his motive is good. His heart is good. He gets really mad, you know, because of all the garbage that he has to report on all the time. He's got an amazing depth of historical knowledge and awareness of how the nonprofits organ, um, cooperate together. The different governments and the history of military history and government history and corporate and fascist history. And in case you're wondering and you don't know, Fascism is when governments use corporations as they kind of merge together. Mussolini described this in World War II as corporatism and the government. And this is a good thing for Antifa to listen to because they're brainwashed into thinking that anybody they're told to beat up, they're fighting fascism. You're being total idiots, Antifa. Um, all you're being done, turned into is paid thugs and uh, totally disgraceful. But you can... Change that no matter who, how many people you've beat up or killed or buildings you've burned down or government offices you've destroyed, however much of that you've done. If you just wake yourself up and stop, then the past doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. You know, the way to neutralize the past is stop, stop doing the bad things and all it's not. Only some of, some of us, as far as I know, all of us here have been total idiots in one way or another at some time. And the point is not to condemn yourself or anybody else for that. It's just stop. You know, the police in Australia 
and other places like that. Austria, police in Austria, police in the UK, police in Canada. Most of the police in the US are not that bad yet, but those other countries, uh, and there are some bad exceptions, of course, but in those other countries, the vast majority of the police are being complete fools. Rare exceptions. If you work for the police department of any place in Australia right now, and you're going along with this nonsense to beat people up if they go out of their house or don't wear their mask or don't get a shot, you're you're engaged in criminal activity. You know, you're following the path of the Nazi servants who said they were just following orders in the Nuremberg trials. You're doing that, and that's not a way to honor yourself or your family or your country, and you need to change right now. People need to be telling you to stop doing that in vast numbers. But the main thing is that you need to stop doing it. If you're, if you get to listen to this broadcast ever, even though it's a short version because of the technical difficulties we had, I'm talking to you individually. <clears throat> Don't comply. It's not just your victims that should not comply. It's you. And if you're in government, Boris Johnson complying with his bosses is ruining his country or trying to all of the people in charge in Australia, most of the most of the officials in Canada in high positions, you're, you're disgracing your country. You need to stop. You're not the bosses. You know you're taking orders. The people that we see as governors and prime ministers and presidents and premiers and all these nonsense titles, they're not really nonsense titles. You're just making them that way when you use them as offices for criminal uh, behavior. And I don't care about punishing anybody. I care about it stopping. So I'm, I'm not condemning any of you. Just say, if, watch what you're doing. The fact that you're following orders gives you no leeway. If you wake up a little bit even, you realize you can't follow orders that go against people's natural rights that come from God. You can't do it. The only way you can do it is if you're in a trance and mind control. And many of us are working on breaking your mind control right now. So look at what you're doing. Even if we starve to death, we can't do that kind of stuff. We have to say no. So what I'm also saying, I guess, and we're talking about what a short message would be, is um, wake yourself up. Instead of critiquing everybody else, which wastes time, you could be critiquing yourself. And people, it doesn't mean that you can't march for freedom and, you know, try to stop geoengineering and tell the police to be human again. And all these things on the physical level are good. But the impact that you'll have in any of those programs or in your own personal life or with your family and friends at school or job or anything like that comes out of your consciousness. Are you asleep? Are you on the way to waking up. That matters a lot. That really is the whole question. And so, um, I was just talking to a group, well, there's a lot of, I don't have time to tell you everything I wanted to. There's a lot of horrors going on in the world right now because of this imperial troopers have entered the base, you know, and infiltrated everything. And people are really distressed because even if they're not very awake they feel something off you know a lot of people have been programmed I was somebody sent me a clip from the television I I don't look at those except for strategic awareness of what the destroyers are up to at the moment and they're literally reporting with a straight face that people who wear breathing obstruction devices over their mouth and nose cutting off their oxygen and trapping the CO2 and mold so that they'll breathe in disease-causing organisms and not fresh air. 
they're reporting with a straight face on the mainstream media that those are a way to stay healthy and that they're reporting um, that the people who don't wear those get sick because they don't. If you want to get into the technical terminology, that's called a lie. Okay, and, and the people I was talking to, I was talking to this great lady in California this afternoon. She's over 95 years old. Very sharp and smart. Her husband's 99, and they're locked in their house because they can't drive anymore. And in California, things are intense in some of the cities there. And this lady was asking me about the masks, telling me what the television and newspapers are saying, all this CNN and MSNBC and uh, NPR, all, all that's radio, but all, all the mainstream media outlets are saying very seriously, reading off teleprompters, you don't see the teleprompter, you just see the sincere face of a news anchor or commentator uh, saying, yes, all these poor people who don't understand that the mask requirement is for your benefit, they're all dying because as soon as you take your mask off, the virus attacks. It's really horrible. You, We can't even tell you how bad it is. And, I mean, basically that's what they're saying. And they're saying, unless you have this substance injected into your body, I mean, like, forget it. You've had it. You'll probably get COVID and die a horrible death and won't be able to breathe for the last three hours and gra- gasping for breath. And they, I've met people who listen to that garbage and they can't imagine it would be a lie because they've got doctors saying that. They've got health professionals. They've got highly educated people who probably believe what they're saying. But the only reason they believe what they're saying is science has been left behind a long time ago. What do I mean by that? Well, what's science? We're told now, essentially, that science is repeating what acceptable uh, information sources say. So if you parrot what you're told by CDC, that's science. No, that's stupidity, because you don't check whether they're wrong or right, and it doesn't take much to check. You need, If you want to check, you've got to check with an independent source that's not part of government, that's not being paid by a giant uh, conventional corporation. You've got to get independent whistleblowers or independent news people who are all over the world now. They're, they're people without much money, and they devote their lives to going and showing. They bring their cell phone camera, and they go to an event somewhere, an emergency or a meeting, and they turn on their cell phone camera and they say, look, this is what's happening. And the reason they can say that, and it's true, is because they're standing there looking at it in person and letting the people speak into the cell phone cameras. And the cell phone cameras on the so-called smartphones are pretty good now. So there are real information sources all over. I still think InfoWars is the best not better than an individual journalist, but in terms of comprehensive coverage. And, you know, most of the day now, and the best way to access them, because you're being told that they're banned, they are banned on most of the mainstream uh, social media and everything, but you can get them on a channel called Ron Gibson, G-I-B-S-O-N, and it's mostly commercial-free, um, so you can watch an hour in 45 minutes. It's a good way to keep up with what's happening in the news. And again, uh, Alex has meltdowns and falls apart because he's so mad he can't stand it. And he's reporting on things that are so sickening. He just, you know, emotionally can't stand it. But gradually I'm watching him progress in consciousness himself and realizing hating the bad guys is not our job. There, in fact, I heard him mention the word frequency. Every emotion that you broadcast, and you're broadcasting 24 hours a day, so might as well become aware of it. Every emotion that you put out, that you harbor in yourself, has a frequency that can be picked up on sensitive equipment, except that it goes to everybody else at any distance. And Alex is starting to realize that, oh, spreading 
hatred is probably not the way to bring in a better world. You know, he he's been coming off a long history of wanting to destroy the bad guys. That shouldn't be our goal. Destruction and death and suffering and what they call justice, you know, that's really not the goal. The goal is to stop the uh, the bad stuff from happening. And if that requires arresting people that are in charge of it, they're not at the top of that power structure, but they're pretty high up. And the people who are compl- knowingly complicit with it, that certainly may need to be done, and I'd like to see it done today. But And then trials for those people and whatever happens after that. But hating them and taking joy in them suffering is missing the whole point. And I'm watching Alex get that, you know, gradually, which is great. And a lot more of the uh, broadcasters with a really big audiences are starting to understand, whereas they got part of the picture before they're getting more of it now. And we're in a race between the extermination program and the awakening program to see which one is completed first. And really, in my opinion, it doesn't matter whether there's 8 billion or 80 billion people on the planet, you're still infinitely important, even though you're only one out of 8 billion. Because there's not very many people broadcasting consciously right now. And you can't just make believe you're doing that, you have to do some work. And we talk about that in Planetary Healing Club, because this is serious business right now. It's time to start that. We're late, and we need to do it. And there's a way to work with your own mind so that you stop broadcasting your usual programs that you're putting out. Everybody has a channel, by the way. (laughs) Even if you think you're not on the Internet, you're on the real Internet. And what you're broadcasting is what your emotional state is. That's why it was great to see Alex become aware that, look, it's great to use everything you've got, all your resources, all your energy and attention to see how we can stop the destruction of our life on our planet. But hating the bad guys, counterintuitive as it may seem, is not a way to do accomplish that goal. Remember some famous guy a couple thousand years ago said, love your enemies? He wasn't kidding. That's one of the things I think was accurately recorded in Scripture. And it sounds crazy in real life. It's like, you're going to love somebody who's doing all these horrific things to people and animals and life and the environment and everything, all aspects of life on our planet? And the answer is, yeah, you do need to love them. And it's not to become an idiot and say, oh, these criminals are really wonderful. No, obviously they're not. You don't have to go crazy. It means underneath the programming, there's a trapped person in there who's playing the role of evil, thinking that, or trapped into thinking that that's a way to get ahead and you know, to be more powerful than everybody else and stuff like that. Those guys are the most miserable victims of everybody. And whether they're in a human body or not, it's all spirit. And I'm not asking you to agree with me. I'm totally fallible. But after a lot of decades of investigation, this is what I've come to. And I just felt like I should share it with you. That proactive love for your enemies is not being an idiot. It's not making believe they're doing something good. You know exactly what they're doing. If you've looked into it, you know the depth of the crime. You know the urgency of stopping it. But you have the ability, if you learn to broadcast it, of this proactive, unconditional love to anybody. And one of the nice little side effects of it is that when and if we get good enough at it in time, before this whole thing blows up, you know, with the extermination agenda, whoever you project that to has a better chance to wake up. Whereas if you just hate them, they're just going to go into some other form and do the same thing or bad or worse. You can help wake them out of that by broadcasting something different. And it doesn't make you a weak, it doesn't make you unable to fight, 
It doesn't make you unable to defend yourself or your family or others using lethal force even if necessary. It doesn't make you unable to do anything. In fact, it makes your vision clear. It makes you able to understand what's going on much better. And it makes you powerful. Why? Because the power that the bad guys have is only evil. That's just deception. Even the really top-level bad guys, they only look impressive because we're totally lying on our back unconscious. So if we start to get up even a little, which they're trying to prevent with the criminal media and the disinformation coming out of government agencies and all that, if we wake up a little bit and say, wait a minute, what what's going on here? Basically, if you can do that, what you're doing is waking up inside a dream. And that's a long subject. It gets into quantum physics and some really deep stuff that hasn't really been gone into much yet. But um, everything you say that see in your world, we see in our world, that looks solid. It's not really solid. And that's just, you know, even Newtonian physics recognizes that because if you get the actual ratio of distances within an atom, basic building block recognized by chemistry of so-called matter, it's mostly space. The distance between the nucleus and the electrons is so great compared to the size of those particles. It's more than 99% space, not empty space. There's what is called zero-point energy and much more than that. All space is full. There's no, from what I can tell so far, there is no such thing as empty space at all. But these bodies and these environments and the desk and the computer and stuff, you know, equipment and everything, none of that is solid. All of it is vibrating energy. And that's just a reflection of something deeper, which is the conscious essence it all came from. So, if we broadcast, I hope this doesn't sound totally insane to you, but I have to say it anyway, because working for this long, if I don't share it and I just disappear, that's not going to do much good. So what we broadcast affects everybody. It affects in so-called inanimate objects, which are mostly space as well. It affects the worst of the bad guys. And, you know, I've looked for a long time at... What is the biggest fear that the bad guys have? The so-called bad guys, because remember I was saying inside that bad guy is a being, a spirit just like us, but under so much mountains of programming, it's totally believing it's evil and it's going to carry out the worst crimes imaginable. Rescuing it from that would be the best thing that we could do. And the biggest fear of those people, even though it's a silly fear because it's there. It would rescue them. Is you. You think you're not very powerful? That's because you're brainwashed. You are incredibly powerful. Not not from your own our own little ego. That's just silly. You know, we're not going to compete with the reality, with God, with spirit. We're just little characters that we're playing on this level. But what could come through you because of who we really are, is so much more powerful than darkness. There is no comparison. None. And at the top level, at the medium levels of the dark agenda, they don't know that. And they think they're all, you know, guaranteed to become the inheritors of the earth and all. They don't understand that this is a destruction agenda. It's a suicide mission of the dark side. But at the top of the dark side, they understand that they have a weak spot, just like there was a vulnerable point in the Death Star in the original Star Wars. And that could be exploited by any of us, by you, speaking of you. And that's where you have access to unlimited power for good, for healing, for reforming what's going on here. And that's their fear. So they want you distracted, they want you feeling really weak. They want you busy condemning everybody else, thinking how stupid somebody else is or how bad somebody else is. So you get into really hating them, 
that blows away your time moment by moment by moment. There's a level of unconditional love which they do not want you to get in touch with. I'm not talking about another religion. <laughs> We've already got plenty of religions. I'm, I'm not talking about a philosophy. I'm not talking about some amazing esoteric intellectual knowledge. I'm talking about dumping the ego garbage. <laughs> Say, that is irrelevant. doesn't matter at all. Let me get in touch with reality with what is connecting you to where you came from right now or you wouldn't be here. Making that conscious allows that to totally flow into you. And then it's not really the limited you anymore that does things. It's somebody else. Not just somebody else. It's spirit itself. Whatever word you want to use, it it's totally doesn't matter what word it is. What I'm getting at is the reality, connecting back to the reality. That's our whole job. Everything else is side issues. Because when that happens, that's not just like, all right, you have a new belief and that's wonderful and everything. You, you're right and everybody else is wrong like they usually have with religions. It's like you become a conduit for something that's so far beyond darkness and the dark power that they don't have a chance and it doesn't kill them. It wakes them up and, and can even rescue them if they turn away from it at that point. So you have this massive potential mission in the world and um, I'm depending on, on you to decide to do it and to learn. You can't just do it and say, okay, done. It's real. It's not a new belief. It's a reality that's beyond all the words and you reconnect to that and everything is completely different. The dream hasn't gone away. This projected dream that looks like physical reality, you know, they call it like the world and the galaxy, the solar system, the universe. That dream is still going on and that's all projected from the original consciousness, what you call created by God, that's going on. But even though you're still in it, you can wake up in it. And then instead of um, torture, we can have some fun of the real kind, not going off in, you know, some drug or some d distraction for entertainment. I mean, fun like we don't remember. Healing type fun. Being able, don't, not having to do it by discussions which don't work to reform really bad guys anyway, but just by letting that flow through you and you'll know when you can do it because they will, the characters in your life will change. It gets really, really interesting. And what it has a side effect though. So you have to be warned that if you get into that and you start actually progressing in it, it's going to give you a source of feeling really good that you didn't imagine existed. Nothing to do with belief. It's like real experience. So anyway, I don't care who breaks through that first. Any of us. It doesn't matter. There's, there's not an ego deal. It's not somebody, you know, that's like so far irrelevant. So I want you to do it because you would like it. <laughs> and um, that's what we're working on in Planetary Healing Club. But if you have another way to do it, please do that. Um, it's not reciting things you memorized. You have to really do it. And you'll know because your whole life experience will change. So anyway, we're out of time. I'm over time. Sorry we were cut short today by the technical difficulties, but I'm glad we got to see each other for a little bit anyway. Um, remember to stay in touch at lostartsradio.com. Because just in case we ever say anything controversial on this program, which obviously try not to do that, but um, we may disappear on some of the non, some of the censoring uh, platforms, but we're still on other ones that are listed and linked to on lostartsradio.com. And then uh, Planetary Healing Club has an access point there if you want to get involved in that stage. Uh, if you want to support the work we do, we'd appreciate that. 
we're not doing commercials at the moment, so that would be, really be helpful. Uh, there's a donate button at lostartsradio.com or subscribestar. Doug is putting it up on the screen right now, subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio or just the donate button. Either way works fine. And there's a contact form. If you have questions, suggestions, comments, criticisms, whatever, the real work here has no ego aspect. We're just all trying to help each other. I hope you go way beyond where, what we're doing and help us out from the higher point of view that you get to. But we have work to do right now. Don't blow, don't blow your time away. That, that's advice for me and any of us. And, uh, we need to encourage each other. So, and take care of your physical body. It really helps in learning to do this inner work of consciousness to keep your physical body in good shape and real health information is violently suppressed in the u.s you are not supposed to know about it you're supposed to be addicted to all these medical drugs and not learn the reality so learn that we talk about that as much as we can too um and that's also in planetary healing club and then apply it get your body feeling as good as you can and then do your real work from there or at the same time. I think that's about it. So that's what I mean by take care of yourself and it's the most generous thing you can do for everybody else. Show them you don't have to fall apart, at least not the usual way. And uh, let's see what we can do together. Don't believe anything's impossible or it will be. That's really important. Okay, so if you're going to join us in the club meeting, that's in 26 minutes. Otherwise, remember the Sunday show. Um, incredible guests on that show, and uh, tomorrow night's no exception. So meet us there. In fact, I think, looking at the calendar, <clears throat> yeah, we've got an amazing medical doctor, one of the brave ones, <clears throat> and very very intelligent and has done a lot of incredible work. It's a woman and she'll be joining us tomorrow night on the Sunday show. Lostartsradio.com has all the links. So that's it. We got to get ready for the club meeting. So thanks for being here and being patient with us starting late today. And we'll look forward to seeing you again next week or in half an hour. So take care and we'll see you soon. Thank you. Introducing Lost Arts Radio on Subscribestar.com. Just go to subscribestar.com slash lostartsradio to find our rewards program offering 10 different giving levels starting at just 5 bucks a month. We offer incredible value for any rewards level, from extra monthly interview videos not available publicly to subscription-based Planetary Healing Club videos once, twice, or three times a month to private counseling sessions with Lost Arts Radio host Richard Sachs, to tech help with me, Doug Diamond. We even have one option where you can be the star on Lost Arts Radio as our guest on a specially produced show just for you. We conduct an interview with you and broadcast it to our growing network and listenership. Our subscribe star levels are one of a kind and offer great rewards for any budget. Please help support Lost Arts Radio. We can't do it without you. With increasing censorship on many of our channels, we really need your support today to keep doing what we're doing. As Richard says, we're not even at survival level yet. Lost Arts Radio has three weekly shows. Lost Arts Radio Live each Saturday night at 7.30 Eastern, 4.30 Pacific, which is a live stream currently on multiple platforms in case we get banned from some of the larger ones. Right now, we're on Facebook Live, Twitch, and DLive. You can access these broadcasts by going to www.lostartsradio.com live for all the links to those channels. The Planetary Healing Club meets right after Lost Arts Radio Live at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Saturday nights. And our Sunday show with guests airs at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific on Sunday nights on our Blog Talk Radio channel, our YouTube channels, Facebook pages, and on Brideon. Be sure to sign up for our free email list just in case we do get banned on big tech's platforms. It's just a matter of time, really. They don't like the stuff we talk about, and they do not want the truth out there. In fact, they have already attacked us numerous times. Join our free email list so we can let you know where we are and how to access our shows. The sign-up button is right on the top right 
on most pages of our website. The best starting point for all things Lost Arts Radio is our main site, lostartsradio.com, where you can find the hottest news selection videos that we curate just for you. Those are on the homepage and added to daily, as well as articles and breaking news about information you really need to know. Our show archives, the 10 most recent shows, are right on our homepage, as well as our Blog Talk Radio page at blogtalkradio.com slash lostartsradio, or just click the All Things Radio Show tab right on our website. We're in the podcast directory on iTunes, and all of our shows except the band ones are on our YouTube channel at Lost Arts Radio. Our Brideon page is really taking off, and we often have editors' picks videos right on their homepage. Visit brideon.com slash channel slash Lost Arts Radio. On our site, you can also access our free listener forum as well as sign up for the Planetary Healing Club, which is just $25 a month, where you get private access to a one-on-one interaction with host Richard Sachs and myself and the other club members who participate live. More info can be found at planetaryhealingclub.com. We're providing solutions in there to make the world a better place. Come join us. Stay tuned because up next, you'll get to hear a really great song by an independent artist that we're doing our best to support. Go to lostartsradio.com slash music for the full list of all the great songs and bands that we spin on our audio-only podcast shows. If you're in a band and want to submit a song for consideration for airplay on Lost Arts Radio, visit my website at diamonddiscaudio.com for more information about the music placement, mastering, and mixing work that I do. Thanks again for listening to and supporting Lost Arts Radio. We love having you as part of our family to learn, experience, and grow with.